Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio show. And please know that Empowered Love Radio is now being broadcast live across the Speak Up and Talk Radio network. And you can listen to their shows by going to speakuptalkradio.com. So today's radio show is Does Overvaluing Our Children Create Narcissists? Now this topic was going viral through the internet not long ago and there were articles such as this. Do parents nurture narcissists by pouring on the praise? And if you don't want to raise a narcissist, stop telling your children that they're special. And I've put links to a couple of the articles that you'll be able to see on the blog tomorrow. And I really want to talk about this topic. And the reason is because it really disturbs me. I think this topic, the danger of praising children, is laden with misunderstandings and if taken literally could cause more narcissism than prevent it. So I really urge you to really settle in and listen to this radio show as I believe that this topic could have dramatic effects on our future generations if we don't understand what is really necessary to help our children be the most whole that they can be and also so that finally we can stop the unconscious damage that happens to children's inner identities, the same damage that happened to ours. So the big question is, is the major cause of narcissism excessive praise? And yes, definitely excessive praise and entitlement can create narcissism, but there are much more common issues in everyday homes which create narcissism, such as poor emotional intelligence, emotional neglect, emotionally immature projected messages that are laden with guilt, manipulation, untrue statements and blame and shame. And I'm a little, actually I'm a lot, astounded that a viral article hasn't been written about those issues causing narcissism. Also, as I will discuss later in this radio show, I don't believe that what the authors are talking about is praise or is valuing. And I'll explain why when I get to that part. When I posted about these articles on my Facebook page, it was clear a limited number of people agreed with them that their narcissist was a product of too much praise. However, most people stated that their narcissist was the product of childhood abuse, criticism, and never feeling good enough. And this is what most people had to say. Statistics can be used to prove just about anything. May well be true in some cases, but the narcissists in my life were not much praised as children. If anything, they were criticised a lot. And... The narcissists I've experienced have all been criticised, never good enough, you work for uncontainable praise, actually sadly quite broken as children. And I had a hard time getting on board with this study. I've known plenty of narcissists, family members, friends, lovers, and all of their childhoods were filled with neglect, instability, and were constantly devalued. It's almost as if their narcissism is an overreaction to not being nurtured or praised enough by their parents. So personally, I do tend to agree, not just from personal experience with both of the narcissists I was abused by, 
who had suffered immense emotional neglect, criticism and violence as children. But also within the thousands of cases that I've personally seen since I began this mission back in 2007. Absolutely, I've heard of narcissists that were overindulged and overpraised, but I have to say they are few and far between. So, I want to talk about what I believe the real danger of this not praising message is. So, wow, where do I start? If you hadn't guessed, I'm passionate about this, but I'm also a little annoyed because I know firsthand, personally as well as professionally, what happens when children are not recognised and do not receive adequate approval. I know it creates narcissists and codependents. It creates people with defective self-esteem who are forever seeking outside approval rather than being able to generate it within themselves. Children are empty little sponges who begin life with not yet formed inner identities. Their inner identity takes form in response to the messages received from the environment. Children are not born with an intact self-esteem. They need to have their work mirrored back to them. They need to know that there is a huge difference between you did something wrong and you are wrong. And you are lovable for being you as opposed to you are lovable only when doing, achieving or being this certain way, which is sadly a common mode of parenting in today's society. Children need to know they are worthy of love simply because they are a being who exists. Messages of conditional love created all sorts of maladaptation, the agony of inner emptiness and then not having the ability to self-soothe or self-generate wholeness. Then this gap needs to be filled from the outside by stuff or other people as a futile and precarious, a conditional attempt to feel whole. And what that means is I can only feel whole depending on the conditions outside of me. This is the absolute cause of narcissism and codependency because they are two sides of the same coin. And as far as I'm concerned, these articles are running dangerously close to promoting exactly that. How can not letting children know they are worthy, special and valued for being them be healthy? Narcissism is not a psychological issue and it can't be cured or prevented psychologically. It's a spiritual issue. It's the human perpetuated illusion of separation that has generated so much fear and created the disastrous divisions, devastation and aggressive world as we know it. And now we're endorsing beliefs that telling a child that they are special will make them feel entitled and better than others? Isn't this really because we are not teaching our children the real truth, that we are all one? As long as religion and other myths enforce separatism and differences, meaning never being accepted by God or damned to eternal suffering for not conforming to a certain philosophy, is it any wonder that we can't embrace that we are all special and acceptable unconditionally simply because we exist? 
Being stuck in the illusion of separatism allows the illusion of comparison. Comparison is a product of the ego. It's one of the most painful aspects arising from the illusion of separatism. So it is, it, is it any wonder that we are fearful of generating the belief, I am better than you? Yet, if the perpetuated myth of separatism were eliminated, we would all organically adore and embrace our own and other people's specialness and worth and start feeling that and behave accordingly. And we would definitely stop the narcissistic, fearful defensiveness one-upping and trying to destroy each other. It is incredibly sad within defunct human consciousness that we are now spreading messages about not telling our children how much we value them, not infusing them with how wise and special and kind and wonderful they are because we're frightened that they're going to start behaving like narcissists. That is the exact opposite of what we should be doing. I want to talk about the specialness of our children. How tragic it is that we can't recognize that our children are special. This new generation and the ones to come look at the way we've done life with our control, our fear and the way we've pillaged our planet of resources forcing ourselves into constraints and pressures to consume manically rather than go with the flow and the symphony of nature and life and how we've been excluding, demeaning and judging and mercilessly killing each other in the name of righteousness, they see all of that as insane. So many young people see this and they know and state how self-defeating it is. They don't agree with the way we live and nor should they. They cellularly know and feel the madness in it. They care about our planet. They care about what we're doing to each other. And they don't want petty discrimination, separatism and war anymore. So please, rather than trying to take young people down a peg or two, thinking that they're lazy, unmotivated, rebellious and prone to be narcissistic, as if that isn't a massive projection of our own stuff, Bother to speak to young people, bother to feel into them and deeply connect with them and you will see what their natural organic view of the world is and how much more naturally evolved it is than ours. Our children are our teachers. They are our hope of evolution. They are the new wave. They are the new breed who will create change. There is not one parent that I know who is connected to their child, who does not recognize the incredible wisdom and soul awareness their child has, that is light years ahead of their own. So why wouldn't we want to acknowledge our children as special and nurture them to be the incredible shining lights that they really are? It's madness not to. Now this part I think is really important. And this part is, these articles that are going viral about not praising our children too much, otherwise they're going to end up narcissists, these articles are not talking about praise. And I want to be really clear about this. So the message being passed around is excessive praise creates narcissists. When I googled the definition of praise, these were the results. 
express warm approval or admiration of, express one's respect and gratitude towards, the expression of approval or admiration for someone or something, and the expression of respect and gratitude as an act of worship. All of these definitions have a beautiful, warm, expansive energy to them. They are a wholesome energy statement that can only promote more of that. The praise that these articles is talking about is not praise. Let me explain. Children are not stupid. The child who became a narcissist right from the beginning felt the unhealthy praise received from an immature, undeveloped, highly codependent or narcissistic parent as insincere. The praise was never about the child specifically and it was authentic. It was not authentic. Authentic praise can only be delivered from an authentic, emotionally healthy person. That is the real issue. It has nothing to do with praise. It has to do with the intention and the emotional lack of health of the person delivering faulty versions of praise. In these cases, in the articles, this has nothing to do with praising or valuing a child, excessive or otherwise. The praise was about trying to groom the child for mining of energy, manipulation, or using the child as a pawn to hurt someone else, to value another by comparison, or pump up the child's accomplishments to get attention or significance from others, which is narcissistic supply, or try to project one's own wanted significance, generated from feelings of dire insignificance, onto the child. And those were the main narcissistic reasons for inauthentic praise. Or the overdoing of praise was so that the parent could feel better about themselves with motives like this. Being a great parent may ease my feelings of depression and failure. Or it will help appease my guilt for what I've put this child through. And they're the main codependent reasons for inauthentic praise. So this praise entered the child's body his or her subconscious, not as authentic esteem-building energy. It entered as toxicity that generated great damage to the child's inner identity because it was not about the child. It was never about the child. It was actually all about the parent. Until our world understands and acknowledges energy statements, emotions, and how our subconscious works, forms, and reacts, then naturally only the surface level is looked at and I believe that is exactly what these articles are doing. Unwholesome energy coming from unhealed inner emptiness and pain only creates more of that. This is not praise. It's dire, unhealed unconsciousness that our world does not address. And if it was addressed, and adults were healed enough to be authentic, rather than acting out of their own unhealed wounds, then any child being told that they were special is going to organically develop into more wholeness. Because the statements of appreciation, approval and worthiness would be generated from a parent being authentically loving and authentically recognizing the child without agenda. It would be a parent flowing wholeness through them. Then not only is this child likely 
to absorb and develop healthy self-esteem. There will also be an overflow of this child's inner being generating more wholeness, specialness, love and connection with others and life itself. How can loving, wholesome, authentic energy not create that? So according to Brad Bushman in the first article, the compliments of telling her you're very smart or telling him you're a very special kid can create narcissism. Whereas you worked very hard, creates better self-esteem but keeps the ego in check. As far as I'm concerned, this last statement, the recognition you work very hard can make a child believe he or she needs to accomplish something in order to gain recognition. I believe it is essential that the child feels special simply because they exist. So isn't this a creation of who you are rather than what you do? No one ever lies on their deathbed wanting recognition for their mansion, sports cars and numerous degrees. They want recognition of the love that they have granted and shared. They want recognition of connection. Connection and happiness truly only occurs from the inner development of oneness and the resources to connect. People at the end of their lives want to be recognized as being a great family member, lover and friend. They want to be known as a wonderful human being. I believe that there is no issue in congratulating our children on achievements as long as we ensure they understand that is not why we love them and that we do totally accept love and support them regardless of what they do or don't achieve. We love them just for being them. Liking one's achievements does not equal liking or more importantly loving and unconditionally accepting oneself. It makes self-love and self-acceptance conditional. Until a child loves and accepts self, needing that model by parents first, they cannot organically develop into an adult who loves and accepts themselves. No child is ever going to connect with others healthily until they have learnt to love their own inner being and connect with that. So according to this article, Self-esteem basically means you're a person of worth equal with other people, Bushman tells shots, and narcissism means that you think you're better than other people. So this is what I really want to say about the spiritual deficiency here. How can a child know they are worthy of being equal unless as a child their worthiness was fully acknowledged? How can anyone value another and see them as worthy, equal, until they've learned to value themselves. How can you respect, love and revere others until you've learned to be that for yourself? We see and treat others how we see and treat ourselves. Others see and treat us how they see and treat themselves. It all gets back to the very necessary inner job of self-worthiness. So now to challenge this statement. Narcissism means you think you're better than other people. No narcissist believes that they are better than others. It's a front, and it's a very flimsy front. Narcissists know inherently the devastating feelings of not being worthy. Hence the constant cracks of childish outbursts 
and narcissistic injury or rage at the slightest provocation. If they really thought that they were great and better, that would not happen. The issue here is not about bolstering children's self-esteem to the point of narcissism. It's about damaging their self-esteem and devaluing them because that is the only way that narcissism is created. When anyone genuinely and authentically accepts the fullness and the truth of their specialness, then organically they revere all beings with divine love, compassion and respect because they are whole. And there is no possibility of narcissism in that. So there are other parts of these articles that I have issues with. And I found this part of the article quite surprising. Bushman made sure to focus on children between 7 and 12 years old so that by the time the study finished, all of them would be older than 8. You can't measure narcissism in children before age 8 because every child is a narcissist, he says. If you ask younger kids in a classroom if they are good at math or good at baseball, Bushman says all the kids will raise their hands. Now I found this really interesting because I remember some years ago when I held meditation classes for children, I was so saddened by the amount of children five years of age and over who stated how poor they were at things. In all of those classes, I was lucky to have 10% of the class as confident children. Was I dealing with children from another planet, according to this article? Also, this statement I find misleading. Parental worth doesn't predict it, narcissism. Parental narcissism alone doesn't predict it. But parental overvaluation alone does predict it. Wow, how frightening that parents may get turned off valuing their children now. And totally believing that warmth, I assume this means love, is not a necessary criteria to protect the children from becoming narcissists. Thank goodness the message at the end of this article included I love you as an important message. This is the only part of the article that I agree with. So I really would like you to please spread this important message. I feel incredibly passionate about this topic. Because how we raise our children is going to have a dramatic effect on the future of our world. Are we going to make the same mistakes that our former generations did? Are we going to make our children earn love, approval and worthiness in all sorts of maladaptive ways? Ways that hurt them and hurt others. Are we going to continue the separatism of I am superior or inferior because there has never been an essential relationship developed with self? Not praising our children due to the fear of breeding narcissism will create more separatism and feelings of unworthiness, ultimately leading to a new breed of codependents and narcissists. Instead, we need to show our children they are special because they exist unconditionally. We need them to organically know and embody their worth without conditions and then they will do what individuals with authentic inner worth do, Grow up to be spectacular human beings, sharing their missions collectively. So please share this radio show and also please to get on the blog when the blog article comes out and I really want you to share that as much as you possibly can. Because by doing so, you will be contributing to the global mission of raising consciousness and dissolving damaging human illusions that have no place 
in our new world and in our new consciousness. So, and I'd love you to get on the blog and share your thoughts and comments with me. So also too, I want you to know that if you enjoy my radio shows and if you haven't already, already, you may sign up to my free New Life community where you will receive two free ebooks and an email series called 16 Days to Your New Life and much, much more. So to do so, all you need to do is go to www.melanietoniaevans.com forward slash get started. And please note, to receive your free resources, you will need to open the confirmation email and confirm. So please make sure that you do that. Also, I'm the creator of the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program, which has humbly helped thousands of people from over 50 different countries recover and empower their life after narcissistic abuse. So to find out more, you can go to www.melanietoniaevans.com forward slash NARP and I look forward to hearing from you on the blog and as I said before please please share this radio show around as much as you can so that's it from me everybody until next week and lots of love and bye bye